In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Brendan Kilcoyne, coming to you at the Brendan Option, courtesy of Immaculata Productions. If you like this, if you enjoy what we're at, you might consider hitting the subscribe button. And as important as that is, if you can throw a few shekels our way, that would be hugely appreciated. Patreon and pay- PayPal await your, your patronage. Anything you can do. St. Brendan. Hmm. I was named after St. Brendan, but not for any uh, very spiritual reason, I think. My mother was caught in a bind between naming me after one grandfather or the other, both of whom were alive at the time. And to solve the problem, she called me by a name that wasn't that usual at the time. The Celtic saints weren't being used as much uh, as names in that time. And I, th- I think in some ways it was fortuitous, uh, not because I'm any St. Brendan, but because given the times in which we're in, if, if you remember when we started this podcast, we were very, very much talking about the liquidity of the times. I talked about Zygmunt Bauman, uh, the, the Polish, uh, well, Polish-English um, academic, intellectual, who coined that phrase, liquid modernity. You know, where things just melt. Things just melt into each other, where everything is continually on the move, where technology is pushing a a dizzying rate of change. And so we thought of it in that sense, because the, the church, the faithful now are kind of, they're left, how would you put it, they're left like survivors of a, of a great, a great flood. And what we need is an ark. What we need is not so much dry land, because dry land isn't to be had in this culture. What we need is to be able to float on it. What we need is to take is to go back to sailing. And so we thought of the Brendan option, because of course Brendan, uh, that great great saint, great great carry man, he was the um, the hero of the Navigatio Sancti Brendani. The, the voyage of St. Brendan, which was a famous legend in Europe uh, right down to the Middle Ages. Okay, a story that appears in, in several medieval, medieval um, uh, manuscripts and, and, and so on. One of the places he studied was, uh, was in Tume under the Blessed Jarlath, the patron of our diocese. I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Tume, which is a very... Uh, well, like most of the Irish dioceses, go back to the Norman to the Norman reorganisation of uh, of the of the Irish Church. But actually, a lot of them are rooted in original monastic ecclesiastical territories. So it's a bit complicated because Tume is much older, let's say again, than the actual Archdi- present Archdiocese. It's it's it, Tume's a very old very, very old Christian settlement. And uh, Jarlath would have been an abbot at Clunfush, just outside the present-day tomb. And Brendan went on to be a great saint in his own right. I think he died at Anna Down, and his body was taken in a cart, secretly, because they were afraid it would be immediately seized for relics. So famous was he, and he was buried in Clonfert. And if you go to Clonfert to this day to admire the magnificent Romanesque doorway 
in the little cathedral there, you can see the reputed grave of Brendan outside the, the doorway of Clonfert Cathedral. But it's for the voyage he's best known. And you have to admit, we couldn't resist it. I mean, it was obvious that we would name this, which was really an exercise in floating tentatively on the liquid modernity as Catholics, to put together a vessel that would float. We went to Brendan, because it's said about Brendan that he actually travelled to America. Did he? Well, Tim Severn in the 70s, the adventurer, made the voyage, the Brendan voyage. And um, it's doable. It is doable in a craft of, of the kind that was available at that time, which would have been, I think, of animal hides stretched on wood and caulked with, with uh, tallow from animal fat. The, the legend of the journey is fascinating, you know, because it is quite possible. The journey talks about the island. They got on this little island and then the island disappeared. It submerged under the sea. Did they, did they get up on the back of a huge whale? Then it's uh, another part of the legend is that they were passing an island of, of great fires and giants threw burning rocks at them. Did they pass Iceland? There is no proof of it, but the legend is fascinating. And so we chose that as the, the image for, the, for this that we're doing, the, the, the great metaphor that we'd pin it on, the Brendan voyage. And of course, Rod Dreher uh, had, had been talking about the Benedict option, that we needed to get back into clearly defined quasi-monastic communities, or you know, or maybe even around real monasteries. And Charlie Pecknold uh, had advocated in the uh, in First Things, he'd advocated that maybe there was such a thing as the Dominic option, which was to be you know contemplative as an action, but that we should be engaged more. We shouldn't give up a direct and and aggressive in a positive sense engagement with the culture. So we said we'll go for the Brendan option. We will learn to float on this culture, but remain ourselves. Tricky business. A tricky business because you're often having to stand by to repel borders. There are a lot of pirates out there. This is uh, this is a new world. So, what do we have to give you as a reflection? I would say that you should pray to Brendan. If you are finding it next to impossible to keep your faith in such a sea of competing ideas. I would say you should pray to Brendan if you're finding it difficult to be faithful in relationships because of the of the torrent, the absolute sea of different types of relationship now, which are increasingly given the force of law and, and also an increasing fluidity in those relationships in terms of their legal definition, their social definition. And also, I would think because of in, definitely in the last 50 years a, a hugely increasing sexual promiscuity which has changed things now I know you know when you hear me say that you'll say here goes the church again sexually obsessed okay I don't know that we are to be honest I think there is a sexual preoccupation in the media generally because human beings are preoccupied with sex because sex is important there I've said it Okay, Catholic priest is always afraid saying that because one thing the church has learned in its 2,000 years and if we'd learned, if we'd remembered the lesson we wouldn't be in the trouble we're in now 
was to be afraid of it. Sex is a tremendous force. It creates life. If you're having trouble in any of that, okay, a lot of young people now are having trouble with pornography. They're having trouble with relationships. If you're on the sea, if you're in rough waters, Brendan's a great saint. I would recommend that you start learning the ways of the sea. I would recommend that you start looking for a crew and put together a boat. In other words, find a few people of like mind or you'll go mad. You'll drown, so to speak. And find a way that you can all do this Catholic thing together and help each other out. Now, there's a discipline on board ship at sea. Okay, so there will be a sacrifice in this. You'll have to, you, you'll have to invest. You'll have to, you'll have to make exclusive decisions, excluding decisions. Okay, but I really think that Brendan is your man in all of this. Let's travel in a crappy little boat to America. Let's do something that insane. I mean, in fairness, if you think of it, was Steve Jobs any less crazy than Brendan? You know, you, you, you think of some of these great geniuses. Gates. Think of all these people. Sometimes, if, no matter how brilliant you are, no matter how much planning you do, sooner or later you have to put your foot in the boat and push off. Be afraid of it enough to learn your trade. Respect it, I should say. But don't be afraid of it in any final sense. We will get to our destination. Remember Hilaire Belloc's beautiful ballad to Our Lady of Chestakova. Belloc was a passionate seaman. Now, he was, he was a thorny character and difficult to get on with. But you suspect some of the Celtic saints, probably like Brendan, were pretty thorny as well. They were no joke. But Belloc, um, he, he say, sang to her in the ballad, um, Steeper the seas and savaging and cold, in broken waters, terrible to try and vast against the winter's night the wold, and harbourless for any sail to lie. But you shall lead me to the light, and I shall hymn you in a harbour story told. This is the faith that I have held and hold, and this is that in which I mean to die. Our Lady, and St. Charlotte, and St. Brendan, all of you, pray for us.